Duncan, uh, speaking now about Little Eden. It's a charity that's very close to my heart. It's called Little Eden. They're in Edenvale. I recently went on a tour of Little Eden, and what a remarkable institution. They take care of those who can't take care of themselves. It's situated in Edenvale, in Ekurleni, and uh, they're also embarking on a wheelchair drive. And on the line is Zelda Robeck, who's the uh, Little Eden Society CEO. Zelda, hi, good morning. Welcome to 702. Morning, Rain. Morning to the listeners. So nice to chat to you again. It really, really, really is. Now, tell us about your wheelchair drive, your initiative. Well, it's quite an exciting day because it is the official launch of it today, being in, um, Intellectual Disability Awareness Month. And today also coincides with International Wheelchair Day. So it's a very significant day that we're hoping to make um, good impact and awareness, a bit of education um, on the campaign and we really are um, asking people, and it's a campaign for business leaders, challenging them to spend one day in the workplace in a wheelchair. And, and really, it's, it's that excitement, it's that awareness, it's that advocacy um, that goes with this campaign that holds so much promise um, for the whole sector at large. What a super-duper idea, and I say that because CEOs need to be in that situation so that when people come to work, those wheelchairs can go, th- uh, can go through doors. They can go up through ramps because I think, Zelda, a lot of people don't realize what goes into being wheelchair-bound. It is so true, Ray, and I think the, the, the campaign is specifically um, targeting your business leaders because they have the influence to change policy, to influence policy within the workplace. And it's so true. I think unless you spend the day in a wheelchair, and it is only symbolic that day in a wheelchair, but it gives you that perspective. It gives you an awareness and it gets that ball rolling to get something done about it. And sometimes the changes are incremental and they take time, but it is a starting point And that's what this campaign is about. It's about creating that awareness and also understanding that no two wheelchairs are the same. No two people needing a wheelchair is the same. Within the context of Little Eden, we care for profound intellectually disabled people. And their diagnosis often is accompanied with a physical disability. And 64% of our residents use wheelchairs on a daily basis for their mobility needs. Yeah. If CEOs are listening to this radio interview on 702, what can they do to get involved? So I really want to give a strong shout out to them to get on board, to make contact with us. The easiest is to look on our website, littleeden.org.za. We're also on various social media platforms where they can get information, but really to take on this challenge, to take five minutes out of the day, look up our website and sign up for this incredible campaign where they can really make a difference and also make a stand within a sector that is still very marginalized and not really always very spoken about. Yeah. And of course, before I let you go, you are my favorite organization. So if people want to get involved with Little Eden, they can do much of the same. Just get hold of you. Definitely. Please do. And it takes an entire society to make sure that the work continues on a daily basis. Um, so definitely, in any form or manner, we're asking for support. Um, but definitely a strong shout out to those business leaders today. Zelda Robeck, who's the Little Eden Society CEO. Thank you so much for joining us on 702. It's such a great organization. Like I said, I joined Zelda for a tour. We walked around the facility taking care of people who can't take care of themselves. A lot of people are there for life because that's what it is. But they are so well taken care of. And, of course, they do need your help. So please do get involved.
Is this part of a training that they get trained on how to behave when they don't get their way? Is this the way they they behave? Um, it's crazy that they're the only ones that do it. So there must be some kind of training course there on how to disrupt. I don't know. That's very strange. Paul Mills here. Paul Mills here from Melville. Listening to this fracas in the council chambers. It's pretty obvious that coalition uh, governing does not work. And we keep trying to fix a problem, but we're not actually changing the system that is causing the problem. Maybe what we need to do is rethink our concept of democracy. The democracy as it is being currently practiced is not working. Maybe we need to rethink this. Thing is, Paul, what do we do with this? We are going to have coalition governments. They are here to stay. We are going to have them. So we need to learn to govern, perhaps also, and it has been suggested that parties do get together. In fact, I think they have had one or two meetings already where they get together and they say, right, coalition governments, we can't vote for, uh, have a vote of no confidence after, say, for instance, one month, two months. We have to have the same mayor there for at least six months because we can then think about after that, do we want the person or not? But you can't keep voting for a new mayor month after month because it just disrupts service delivery. But the bottom line is I think coalitions are here to stay. We just need to learn to live with them and also perhaps look overseas. Other governments are doing this. Other governments in Europe, they've been doing coalition governments for many 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 years maybe look at them and maybe learn something